Welcome to The Savvy Founder, the one place for entrepreneurs and business owners, away from the everyday bustle, where we help you find your path to a profitable and bright future. Now here's your host, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist himself, Philip Topham. Hi, I'm Philip Topham, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist. I'm uh, in the studio today, and I have my good friend, uh, Scott Fox of the OC Startup Council here. Welcome, Scott. Hey there. Good to see you, Philip. Nice to be here. Nice to have you. So uh, we were just doing a pre-chat before this about, uh, you know, how the Savvy Founder came about, and I was sharing the concept of um, the Silicon Valley myth, where um, from the dot-com era, people were, you know, um, went to coffee shops, had conversations and walked away with a $5 million check. And, and there's many successful companies from that era. Uh, that's still, that myth still, you know, does that myth still exist? Do you believe that myth exists or is that like not true? No, I, I do. I think that people are, you know, the popular perception lags media coverage and the media coverage lags reality. So yeah, a lot of people are still under this impression. You know, as you know, I run masterminds workshops and things like that. And I get people all the time coming thinking that an idea is enough. And unfortunately, it's not. You know, and to be fair, it never was. I was there during the first dot-com explosion. I raised my first venture round in 97. Uh, and it wasn't easy even then. I mean, it was always an insider's game. Um, and uh, the media has simplified it. The history books have simplified it. And the media loves, you know, they, just like the way they cover lottery winners, right? You know, they love the feel-good story that where it was so easy, you got rich, you didn't have to do any work. It wasn't true then. And it's even less true now. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a yeah. myth. People so, need to work. Yeah. So you said a phrase that, you know, it was an insider's um, game. What, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to pick on anybody, especially white males from good schools like me. <laughs> you know, but there are a lot of people um, prefer to do business with people that they know, which makes sense. But if that's the only thing you ever do, you don't meet anybody new and you don't see new ideas and we don't grow either, you know, our new companies or we don't grow our society. Um, so the reason I do the stuff I do with startups with like all these books I've written behind me and, and the, you know, the various workshops and stuff that I do, the startup council, um, I do because I came, I made, I came from inner city Detroit. I grew up without much of anything and not being an insider of any kind and figured out that, hey, there are these different ways to get places that are, if you know the right people and you go to the right schools, wow, things get a lot easier. And um, that's still true. And the fact is, it's not fair. You know, a lot of people don't have the access, uh, even if they do work hard. And um, anyway, yeah, I, I think we need to be more inclusive. I think it, it's a long run benefit to have diversity of opinions and education, background and culture and, you know, every you know, category you want to name. Um, and I think we particularly could use some more of that in Orange County. Yeah. So in, in the work that you do, um, how do we solve that, that diversity, inclusion, um, spreading the connectivity, spreading the wealth? I, I don't know what the term is, but how, how do we get that inclusivity uh, across the board here? Well, it's, I, I, there's not an easy answer. Obviously, you and I've talked about this, and um, 
what's interesting to me is that I think most people recognize the problem. There's just not, there's not easy solutions. Um, there's so much money here and so much education and people are generally nice and great weather. You know, I, I've been frustrated as I was saying before we started recording, you know, I moved here, my, most of my career is in New York and Silicon Valley and LA and London. And I came here about 10 years ago for family reasons. And I'm a startup guy. I'm like, where is everybody? I thought this was going to be you know, easy, right? And, and yet it's not. Um, and I think that we all need to, um, I'm not talking about diversity for diversity's sake. I'm talking about bottom line, additional creativity, additional horsepower that makes things better. And I think we need to be aware of that try a little harder. Uh, all of our organizations need to try a little harder and we need more media coverage, which is why I'm excited to be here with you with your new podcast. Like we need some noise about these issues. And, and honestly, we just need to be nice. We need to welcome people and make sure that they we're friendly. It's really easy to go to a party and just talk to the people you already know. And that's what I see most of the time uh, in Orange County and in a lot of places. I'm not picking Orange County. We just both happen to be here, right? This right. is true everywhere. But um, that's why I run the startup council. I, I said, well, you know, what can we do to get people together? Well, I'm a software guy. I said, well, how about we use this new crazy thing called a website? <laughs> you know, let's put up a directory so everybody could see what startups there were and they could find a good lawyer and the investors could see what was going, you know, let's have a newsletter and let's, I run these workshops, these masterminds workshops I've been running for years now, every month, let's get people together and let's make sure that it's everybody, not just the people we know. And um, like tickets are free, you know, if you ask a question, you know, bring something to the party. And, um, and I'm proud those, those workshops are the most diverse events that I've been to in Orange County. Um, and uh, I think that's what we need. I mean, I, I don't know, was that an answer? I was kind yeah, of no, more, yeah, more no, of a speech. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we got an insight to, to, to you know, uh, to Scott and, and what you're trying to get accomplished. and with the with the workshops that you do you know um are you are you tracking measure you're tracking metrics or how, how do we how do we know we're moving the needle in in that space you know you've you've created a nice place for people to ask any question that they have like you know is my idea okay we you know or how do i go find a lawyer or how do i hire a cto i, I those are probably all common yep. questions yeah you know um, right, <laughs> right. But yeah what yeah what's I'll, I'll, I'll compare i'll ask you what's the most common question you get it's probably the same question i get yeah well you were right on the right track there right it's, uh, <laughs> well, first of all how do i raise money uh, you know who do i where do i you know like walk into a, like you said, walk into a, where's the coffee shop where I can meet the guy or the gal that's going to write me that check for this idea I have. That's obviously number one. And then it's the other things, like you said, company formation, legal help, or uh, co-founders, CT, tech, tech help, CTO, or, you know, outsourced contractors. Yeah. The, the, those, all the building blocks that one would expect because, because most people don't have a business background and a tech background and a startup spirit all at the same time. You know, none of us are that well-rounded. And especially if you're a younger person, um, you might have one of those, maybe two. Um, but that's why people like with all the work you do at the SBDC um, and what I try to do too is, is helping those people round out their skill set and find the answers to the questions. And I think making those resources available is to anyone is a, is a good start anyway. At least that's the approach I've taken. Yeah, I, I, I you know, part of putting together the, the Savvy Founder um, and all that the Silicon Valley is and, and even the whole way we sort of teach entrepreneurship, um, 
I also think that we spend too much time on teaching tools, the, the lean business canvas, how to go mm-hmm. test your market, how to create an MVP. And mm-hmm. I think we should be spending more time on the, the S, the skills and social mm-hmm. connections and strategy mm-hmm. and really giving that person, like you said, if you, 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 you know, you came from Chicago, you know, I'm, I'm an immigrant family. My parents landed here when I was three years old, they had 200 bucks in their pocket and had to borrow money for first and last month rent. So, you know, I'm the, I'm that story, despite me being like, you know, middle-aged white guy, right. Right. Um, You know, people don't quite understand that. And so um, uh, he had my fair share of stuff. Uh, But it's those skills that are most critical, the ability to do things. And I'd say, you know, doing the, the connections. And then the last thing that I add to that is uh, the F, uh, which is people need to develop their focus and follow through. We, we hear it in the internet, you know, the find mm-hmm. a problem that you're passionate about and solve that problem, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how, how do we get from that, change the discourse, right? To, to get people to understand how to build their skills and, and, and find that passion, right? Yeah, I, I, I like the way you, you frame these things, because that's, that's a valuable insight, I think, that I haven't heard before, which is that we focus too much on skills and specifics, basically, without, you know, the, the larger strategy. And that actually probably is back to your previous question, what's the most common question I get? Um, I, I, my first book came out in 2004, right? So 2004, 2009, 2012, just the three in the middle are in English, the rest are foreign translations, right? So I was doing this a long time ago, trying to get more people onto the internet. Um, And the first question I always used to get is, I have a domain name. What do you think of this? And they had almost no idea what the business was, right? Because there's a whole industry set up to sell people specifics. And what your example is the more modern equivalent of that is the business canvas or this tool or this workshop or, you know, uh, all these uh, incorporation services, you know, incorporate with us and you don't even know what the business is. <laughs> right. On, right. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, slow down. You know, there's all these consultants, dis- uh, which are really just disguised salespeople, right? Oh, sure. you're starting a business. Well, let me sell you my tool because that's going to make you, you know, more investable. And, and it's, it's really cart before the horse. And you made another point before we started recording, which I really liked, which is that investors do the same thing. They tell, I'm, I'm quoting you, so you can probably say it better, but, <laughs> but basically investors, somebody comes and asks for money and they say, well, go work on your MVP or work on this or work on that. But as you said, I think what you, what they're really saying is it's too risky right now. Come up with something, de-risk this a bit, show me there's actually a business. And then I'll, you know, especially if it's in my lane, then, then I'll probably be more interested. It's not specifically about the MVP or this data point or that data point. It's kind of the whole thing, which goes back to your larger point, I think. Strategy, what are you really doing? And yep. do I trust you to deliver? That's what investors really want to know. Do I, do I believe you can do this? Uh, and that, that, I guess that is hard to teach. So I, that was a long answer that didn't answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's exactly, yeah. It's a lot of what I do. You know, I'm a, I'm a systems thinker. I'm a big, big picture thinker, but I try to put it in real simple terms. And, and I agree, I, you know, too many times people say, you know, Hey, I got this great idea uh, and they haven't thought through it. Right. You know, cause the investor, 
the whole point of a pitch deck is to pitch the business that, you know, you put a nickel in and you get a dollar out, right? That, that if you don't do that, then they don't want it. You know, if you pitch, hey, I made this great technology, it's good. Um, they don't care about the technology. They want to know they make money, right? <laughs> you exactly. know, watch, watch Shark Tank, right? Shark Tank's made for, for popular TV, but, but the same concepts there, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So in that um, process for yourself, as you've come here to, to Orange County, um, if you had a magic wand, what, what, what would you want to see different in the way we help startups and, and get that needle moving? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Well, I, I'd like to see, <laughs> yeah, I know. I get I get good questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to I'd like to see more of the community involved in and more excited about startups. There, uh, startups around here seem to start at ten million annual revenue. Right, that's not a startup. A startup is your idea and if maybe a friend, you, you know, it's, it's the beginnings, the seed stage startup. And I think that too many of our service providers and investors want to cherry pick the ideas that are already in motion. And um, they wait, like I said, until a company already is fully on its way and then they all want to jump in. Right. And I, that's okay. I mean, I don't blame them. everybody's trying to make money. That's your job. I get it. I, you know, I'm a capitalist. But um, I think we all need, at all levels, all organizations, uh, with very few exceptions here in Orange County, we need to look at the earliest stages. And you can't predict where success is going to come from. It's, it's statistically proven the startup investing is a crapshoot, right? I mean, you need dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, to create a really big success story. But that one can pay for all the others, which is why those of us who invest in this space do this. But you've got you've to you know, let all those flowers bloom and see what works. And because that has not only the benefit of hopefully a couple that really, you know, hit it big, but all the relationships that develop from all those founders working together and recruiting teams and then failing and reconfiguring and, and then failing again. And, you know, the, that person they met at this event and then reworking, you know, and that is what I don't see a lot of here is, is sort of the alumni networks and relationships where people have done this a bunch of times and maybe failed three, five, eight times. But, you know, on the ninth time, suddenly it comes together and maybe they're not the founder anymore. They're, they're only the vice president of this or that, you know, but, but it creates a team and a, and a culture that is excited about entrepreneurship um, that isn't involved in real estate, restaurants, uh, sportswear brands, or the other things that seem to, to dominate Orange County. Um, we have a lot of smart people and a lot of smart tech. And, and I'll be, just to be clear, we have a little more of that in life sciences and medical devices here, I think, but I'm a software guy or maybe hardware. Um, and I would like to see more of that in, in, on the tech side of things that um, seed startups are exciting and deserve to be nurtured. And you have to do a lot of them, even though you don't know where the payoff is going to come from, it is going to come, but you need a lot of them and then it will roll. And we, we're reticent as a culture, I think, here in, in Orange County. Um, and I'll sorry, one more. Also rather insecure about our role because we're sandwiched between LA and San Diego. And um, one of my running jokes, you might've heard me say this at events, you know, I was like, I try to convince venture capitalists all the time. Orange County is more than a pit stop on your trip from 
Los Angeles to San Diego, right? You don't just stop at the, at the spectrum to take a leak. We actually have companies here. <laughs> you come right. and meet them, right? Because we have no media coverage. Nobody knows what's going on. And we, so we have this kind of insecurity, inferiority complex. And uh, um, anyway, yeah, obviously you and I, I could talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah, we, we could talk about that. That's um, the, 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 I've often joked that uh, this county is, uh, you know, what is it, 35 cities in search of a downtown. And right. we're, we're big, we're spread out, we've got freeways. So if you, if you want to have a meeting uh, in North County, you know, you're not going to get anybody from South County or vice versa. Uh, it's, it's just big. And like you said, we, we're, we don't have a, a lot of our own identity. Um, I discovered that uh, seeing the, there's a concept called the Metropolitan Planning Districts. And this is where the Department of uh, Transportation uh, under the um, working with the Department of Defense to divide the country up into, into economic regions for um, protecting mass us, transit. mass transit. You know, so they evaluate a region and LA and Orange County are part of the same region. So we're, we're lumped into the Long Beach and along uh, the LA um, harbors um, and all that train stuff, uh, which transports a lot of product to the rest of the United States. San Diego is its own region, right? Um, You know, so we, we get, we're like an add on because of when those numbers came out when the, when the, the divisions were created, Orange County was completely, you know, strawberry fields and orange and orange groves. Right. Right. And now we're this massive uh, bedroom community and people forget. Uh, It's also the other thing to note is we're an incredibly diverse county. There's no one mega industry, which creates a tremendous resilience through these economic downturns, Um, right? And and so we have this uh, this visibility, I think we do have a visibility issue um, and how to create that visibility would be great. Um, So yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, And, you know, getting back though to, to, to the startups that are, that are going through, we're the, the, the main places that we're, we have is we have UCI, the, the cove where people can, can hang out. Uh, Chapman had the entrepreneur program out of Chapman university. Um, we've got some incubators. Um, where else, where else are we seeing where, what am I missing? Yeah. Well, not much, right. I right? mean, you, you know, as well as I do, I mean, UCI, the Beale innovation centers has done great work and, and they're, they're, they're on campus, right? So they have a constant flow of students, which is great. Of course, that means that a lot of their services are for students or for alumni. So um, it's great that they host a lot of events, um, but I'm hoping that they're gonna open up even more um, to the outside community. Although, you know, their mission is to serve their own uh, constituents. So I, I understand that, um, but uh, they're probably have emerged under Richard Sudek's leadership as the, the center for, if we have a downtown for startups, that might be it. Um, uh, yeah, there, there's not a lot else going on. Evo Nexus closed, um, which is a shame. Um, the work you guys do at the SBDC is, is great. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a long list, unfortunately. Uh, on the OC Startup Council website, we have a directory of the ecosystem. So if anybody wants to look, um, there, is a, there's, uh, there are sections for uh, community organizations and education and you know, all the different lawyers and accountants and all the different resource investors, all the different categories. So we have a bunch of names in there. Um, but I, you know, I don't have, 
unfortunately, a, a, a way to point and say, you know, why Combinator has an office, you know, over on Alton Parkway and they've turned out 14 unicorns, you know, here in Orange County, that has not happened yet. Right. So um, in addition, and to get on your directory, it's just, it's just uh, what's, what's required. I think we just, uh, just fill out, the, put, form. Fill out I mean, the form and yeah. you're not, you're not charging for that. Correct. Bro? Right. Well, we, you know, it's a, it's a, a community service group, so we have levels, but it's, so it's absolutely, it's free, especially for um, educational institutions or somebody like that. And then if you want higher exposure, um, $99 and it can go up to a bunch. We have real sponsors as well. You know, the, our, the Witham accounting firm and Cape GMG and Rutan and Tucker Silicon Valley bank, people like that sponsored to cover the overhead, right? Cause we have a team that pub publishes all this stuff, but as a startup or any, anybody really, the free listing is totally legit and, and totally there. Um, but like everything else, there's some, you know, freemium model just so that we can pay the bills. Um, but we'd love more startups, especially because I think that's where it starts, right? If we have more founders, um, doing interesting things that attracts attention from more investors and more service providers. And, and then the community organizations take notice. Uh, and uh, that's the cycle. You know, that's the movie that I saw in Silicon Valley. I was at Stanford in the mid nineties before the internet really went commercial. Right. And I saw that pow. And then I was in New York and LA and, and wow. And, you know, we're not that far off. That's why I'm, I'm not, you know, and you too, I think you hopefully agree that, you know, we're uh, hopefully just a, just a couple unicorns away from people recognizing that Orange County can do this too. Um, and we have a couple, but it would, we just need more, a few more so that we have those alumni networks. We have the, um, you know, maybe not the founder, but at least the, the VPs who all made some good money as well, but are still young enough to want to do something interesting, you know, come back and join Tech Coast Angels or any of our local investing operations and, you know, feed some of that money back in here and create that, that flywheel that we need. Um, I think we're close. It's just, we, so far it's manual, <laughs> spinning the deal flow wheel. Well, yeah. So, so certainly, you know, on this podcast, any, any of those uh, startup companies that are that are on that journey and, and having more than an idea and really, you know, building that business, you know, I'd, I'd love to interview them on the, on the show and get them on, get their story out and get that visibility that we all need. Um, you know, in, in sort of uh, wrapping this, this up, you know, as you've gone, um, you know, as you said, you, you came to Orange County 10 years ago, you started that. When did you start the councils a, a while ago now? 2018. Right? Yeah, three years, three, three years, three and a half years. So looking back, you know, and you started this process, what, what would you tell your younger self? What, what <laughs> words of wisdom would you, would you have given your younger self when you, you know, Hey, do this. So you avoid these mistakes. What, what would you have said to yourself? And it doesn't have to be just for the orange County. It could be any, any of that entrepreneurial words of wisdom to your younger self that you really wish you had that mentor that said, Hey, do this. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's the classic entrepreneur story. You see a need. So you want to solve the problem. Um, and I knew there wasn't any money here, but man, this has taken a lot more money and a lot more time and been spectacularly unprofitable for me. <laughs> so I might've, you know, it's, if that was, uh, if I had been clear about that, I might not have done it at all. But since we're here, we are here. Those are, you know, I'm happy to do it. And, um, and we're, we're 
we're, I think we're making a difference. I mean, the newsletters that we publish are, are the only resource for tech startup news in Orange County, uh, which makes us number one. <laughs> and, um, and, and people tell me all the time that they read them and find them valuable. So um, I, I'm, I'm voting toward that thing I was talking about earlier. Like we got to put some effort out there and we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I think it will yield good things. So it's a bit of a faith-based exercise. Um, and uh, I wish the road were shorter, of course. And I wish we had, you know, 14 unicorns like I was joking about, because um, I think that would solve everything here. Um, deal flow is good for everybody. And it's good for not just for the entrepreneurs or the investors, but it's good for the service provider. It's good for the community organizations. It's good for the tax base. It creates jobs. I mean, this is the flywheel that we need in general, we need more innovation in Orange County. The innovation economy is here. And, and where do we think it's going to come from? It's going to come from startups. I mean, th th this is not in dispute really anymore. So I wish, uh, yeah, I, I would tell myself, you know, I, be patient. <laughs> I guess. Be, be patient and don't check the bank account. It's going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it's a labor of love, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, but, I, yeah. I, but I believe it's the future and, and not just here, but everywhere. I mean, we we got to figure this out. The politicians certainly aren't going to do it. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I use the, I, I use the moniker armchair sociologist because uh, yeah, I heard you say that. Right. And, and, and people do snicker at that. And, and I share that I built a business where I had to read a ton of sociology papers. So that really changed my life in thinking about businesses as collections of people, communities as collections of people and we self-organize and a lot of the behaviors we do self-organize into what we do and orange county self-organizes into these isolated things and so i'm trying to you know i'm trying to figure out what are the things what are the behaviors we can change so we self-organize into a collective uh neighbor helping neighbor uh startup helping startup founder helping founder um yeah. and we can get that trust built if we can build that trust that if your business fails, you're okay, right? If we can build that kind of trust, it's not like if your business fails, you're you're living underneath the the freeway and with you know, or you're you're never living in Orange County again. That kind of trust breeds this um, to me a a, um, a a fearful place, and we've got to we've got to solve that trust factor. And if we can do that, I think we can really move the needle, and that includes the people uh, that are, that are, you know, new to our economy, they're, you know, or they're, they're, um, that are pushed, pushed to the edges. They want to start a tamale business and want to learn how to, you know, sell tamales all year long. We, we need a way to help them as well. That to me, that's a robust Orange County. I, I agree. And I like what you're doing too, because the more we tell those stories, the more it normalizes both success, but also failure. And, and that needs to be seen as just part of the journey, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, startups, if you are in a startup and it fails, say after 20 years, well, that means you had 19 years where you were still alive, right? So that, that, that even that's not a failure. Most, most start, my point is most startups fail in a year or two or three, and especially if you're only 25, but even if you're 55, uh, you know, a couple of years, you still have a lot of other opportunities and a lot of other things, hopefully to be proud of. And, and you've always got another at bat coming. Um, and um, it's not the, the end of everything just because one thing failed. Exactly. And, so, I, and I should point out 
my first startup fail. Like, I'm not this. This is not theory for me. My first startup, the one I mentioned, I raised money back in the '90s, and you know, when money was so easy, it was not easy. It was never easy. Um, but you know, I spent three years on that, pretty much bankrupted myself, and took a lot of friends and family money down with me. And I, but but I learned a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a thing. What, what what kind of business was that? That was a, was a music startup, actually. I was in LA. It was entertainment-related uh, startup early on. These days, you'd call it uh, interactive television, I guess. It was way ahead, way ahead of its time. <laughs> too, too ahead of its time, yeah. Yeah, way before the bandwidth was even possible. But, um, but you know, it, it wasn't wrong. It was just too early, which is the same as wrong, right? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Scott, uh, we've already said you do the OC console. Uh, you know, how, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? We'll put the we'll put any of the information in the show notes. But uh, what's the what's the easiest way for them to connect? Yeah, well, if you're a startup, um, please come and list with the OC Startup Council. OCStartupCouncil.org, um, and we have events and a directory and a jobs board and a calendar. I'm just trying to do all the things you would think we have. Like it's funny because I tell people about us, and they're like, oh yeah. I know about that. We, yeah. And like, they think we already existed. Like, no, I just made this up like two years ago. Okay. <laughs> it's because it, it wasn't here <laughs> and it, it's such a, a fundamental need. So if any of those things are of interest to you connecting, um, we'd be happy to. So go to ocstartupcouncil.org uh, and the masterminds workshops, that's the banner right there. That's once a month. We do those on zoom these days, but we'll hopefully get back uh, in person one of these days. And those are fun, friendly, um, gatherings of 30, 40, 50 entrepreneurs. And um, it's a workshop, bring a question and we'll help you solve your question, um, hopefully uh, with friendly advice and build the networks that we all need. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Thank you, Scott. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, check it out and uh, wishing you a, uh, this is Philip, the savvy founder, wishing you a bright and profitable future in both your personal and business lives. Take care. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Philip. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and check out our website for tips, thesavvyfounder.com. You can also follow Philip on Clubhouse at The Savvy Founder, wishing you a profitable and bright future. Safe journeys. See you next week.